0: Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies, usually, well we're still talking about horror movies but normally we will talk about one horror film, we'll watch it and we'll discuss it. But this is different because this is going to be part 3 of our top 100 horror films of all time. Uh, Parts 1 and 2 of course already up. Uh, you can definitely check out those. Uh, but this is going to be numbers fifty through twenty six, so it's the next twenty five. And the way this works is that we alternate. Tim gives his pick, I give mine. We have a sentence or two just to you know see why it's in there. Not nothing super long, otherwise this would be like five <laughs> hours long. Uh, I mean, the last one hit almost ninety minutes, so I mean that was getting pretty lengthy as it was. Uh, we'll see how this one goes, but uh, uh, so that's what we're going to do.
1: If you're keeping track uh, so far, I'm in the lead. And uh Well wait a
0: minute, what do you mean in the lead? What 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 does
1: that mean? <laughs> uh just my picks have been better.
0: How dare you? Although one of the things Pete, about... I think
1: I think you might have like a little sausage in your mustache.
0: What? Oh <laughs> Well that's that's one way to start the show. <laughs> I may have been eating something just before we started, because I, I was in need of sustenance. <laughs> God damn it, Tim. I'm glad you pointed it out early. I'll, I'll say that much. Any, no, no, oh, nothing nice. else to say. Just giggle it to yourself for the next five minutes. Yeah, I
1: thought it was funny.
0: <laughs> of course you did.
1: Actually, I probably should have saved it for. Oh, no, no, yeah, you shouldn't when have. I, you when shouldn't. I, have a, I have a controversial pick and I'm like, I'm not going to listen to some sausage stash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just opening up
0: my old Word document because I if I remember correctly, I was keeping track down here. I was, there it is there. Uh, yeah, so I've been keeping track of how many of the movies that the other person uh, or how many we've not seen of the other person's list. I have not seen seven of his so far out of his first 50 and you've not seen...
1: Uh, let's see. Wait, one, two. Oh my God! He's three, still four, five, six Is that seven as well? Might be seven too. Are you're writing them down as well as you go. Yeah.
0: There you go. Uh, fair enough. Okay, so we're we're
1: tied then. Yeah, but I still have better <laughs> movies on my list. I could have sworn
0: you were only on six, but maybe I'm. I could be misremembering. I I might be. Thing.
1: I'm not sure what some of the stuff I wrote down is. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh I know I, I remember now. I, I was looking at FD, I was like, what is that? Like, oh final destination, okay.
0: <laughs> All right, um so we'll get cracking then. So on, on to the next 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 batch. So uh, Tim, what was your number fifty?
1: Number fifty is uh, a little French film I like to call Inside. Um so we haven't done this on the show yet, but uh i oh, maybe we'll do it at some point. Uh I, I like it oh, quite a bit. Sure uh, I will. <laughs> it's uh basically um quick synopsis is uh you have uh, this pregnant woman who is uh, alone in her house and being stalked uh by someone that is trying to get inside. Uh it's very, very brutal, very uh, effective, uh, you know, creepy, and uh, I, I don't really wanna get you know too much into you know plot stuff because uh, I, I think there are some nice uh you know stuff that you might not see coming. Uh, at first, but I would very, very highly recommend it. Very, uh, for some reason, I, I find uh, I don't think I've seen a ton of French horror films, but the ones I see always end up being really brutal, and uh, I think uh, this is no exception.
0: That was a nice job at stalling your uh, your, your <laughs> entry t- until I got back to the the desk. The that was that was good going, Tim. Uh, my number fifty. I've not seen inside. Actually, that's a good point. I need to note that down. That's that's eight. God damn it. <laughs> god damn it alright so uh, my 50 number 50 is Frankenstein the original 1931 Mm -hmm. uh, Universal Classic Uh, I don't have a whole lot to say about this that really hasn't already been said uh, in some form Mm -hmm. or another but there's a the Story of Frankenstein, of course, is that he makes a, you know Doctor Frankenstein makes his monster, and the monster, because he's not taught anything, uh, is kind of monstrous, and he ends up you know there's a really dark scene with the little girl, and there's all these kind of things, but there's a humanity to him. You kind of feel sorry for him as the as the lynch mob is coming for him at the end. Uh, I like it a lot. a lot. A lot of people prefer Bride of Frankenstein, and I like Bride of Frankenstein, but there's something about the I feel like Bride of Frankenstein is more of a comedy. Whereas Frankenstein, for me, the the loneliness of his creation uh, yeah. sticks out to me a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Bright- and and, and uh, Karloff is great as the as the monster.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I love Frankenstein as well. Um, I I enjoy Bride too, but yeah, I think I like the first one a little better. Bride is really really weird, um, but yeah, I think the first one is more of a yeah straight up horror movie. And uh, is that the first Universal? Monster movie you had on yours?
0: On my list, yes.
1: Yeah, I, I had uh, Invisible Man a little earlier. Yes, you did. Uh, yep. All right, cool. It's nice to see, uh, you know, the classics getting some love here.
0: Well, uh, we're getting <laughs> we're getting high up in the numbers
1: now. We should be seeing some.
0: Sure. I, I think I, I had a few in the last, you know, the last like ten or so from the last video. I think there was some big ones starting to pepper in. Yeah. So, uh, but no, oh,
1: forty-nine. Oh, all right. Uh, so my forty-nine is Day of the Dead. Uh, so this would be, you know, the the last of uh, Romero's kind of original zombie trilogy, and um, yeah, I think we did a review recently, maybe a, a few months ago, and uh, I, I like this movie a lot. Um, you know, in general, I love Romero's zombie movies. I, I feel like this one maybe gets looked past a, a little bit, but I I think it's really cool. Uh, you know, uh, some. It'll, like you expect with Romero, uh, some you know really good gore and uh, interesting zombie ideas, and uh, yeah, may- maybe not as good as the other two. Uh, maybe you'll see those other two uh, on the list at some point. But uh, I think Day Boilers <laughs> are just unbearable.
0: Uh, Day of the Dead. I like Day of the Dead. Uh, although after watching it again recently for the show, and we did that, uh, you know, my opinion on it was like a little bit. You know, there's, like, it's, you know, it's got some pacing problems. It's got some some yeah. other things going for it. Uh, the characters aren't as interesting as the first two movies, uh, but it does have good things. It does have good ideas, and it does have uh, some uh, some great scenes. So
1: yeah, I, I think the one major complaint is there's a there are a few places where it drags. But other than that, I like it a lot.
0: My number forty nine is the House of the Devil. Uh, nice. which is a, a movie it came out in 2008 I believe uh, but it is it is set in the, the early 80s, it looks like it's been made in the early 80s, it's very authentic in how it feels and it's basically about this, this uh, woman who goes to uh, for a babysitting job only to find out that it's not actually for a baby, it's for someone up in a room but there's just a thread of like something else is going on here. Like the, the, the movie opens with a title card telling you about how satanic cults were starting to be a, a, a serious thing at the time period. So you're kind of waiting for the, the ball to drop. And so much of it is just a slow build. Like This is something that an idiot would call a boring movie, but it's not a boring <laughs> movie. It is tense as hell uh, as it builds. It's, it's all about the build. Uh, and there's a couple of great kills. Uh, if I was to make a criticism, it's maybe that the 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 ending is not the like the best payoff to what the movie's been building up to, but it's pretty solid. So, but no, I, I love the I love the feeling, I love the atmosphere and the uh, the, the setting. So,
1: yeah, um, I. I feel like when you you said idiot, you're looking at me uh no no try, trying to imply something, but i I love this movie as well, and it is, um yeah, like you said, it is a slow burn, but like the atmosphere is so good and, and creepy, and yeah, it does feel it this is one of those movies where I feel like a lot of movies try to capture a different time period, but it just feels like, oh, this is a modern movie set in this time, and this legitimately feels like. You know, if you showed it to me and said, "Oh, this was made in like, yeah, the early '80s, even the late '70s or something," I would probably believe you. It feels authentic, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so my number forty-eight, uh, and I think, wait, is this my first Bava movie, or did I have Zombie? I forget. Well, this is a uh, Black Sabbath. Um.
0: Oh, I'm just laughing well, oh. that you're not sure if you had that movie already.
1: What a shambles this list has become, well, Tim. It, well, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I thought you were laughing because you're like, that's not Bava, you idiot. But Well, it isn't, actually. It's Filchi, Is it? Okay. Alright, well, my bad. Uh, but uh very nice Italian uh, anthology horror movie. Um, I, I don't think this is another one that we haven't done uh,
0: not, not as of yet. No. Not, not this show In I I, I I I don't even know if you've done any Bava movies at all. Actually, yet. Oh,
1: I, actually, yeah, we might not have. <laughs> um, Bava month coming up, so
0: we can ooh. catch up.
1: Oh, that's got to be a a Patreon pick at some. Point. Oh, it has to be yeah. Pick a pick a Bava uh, movie. But um, I assume that you've probably seen this. You right? would be right in assuming that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this is really cool. Um, I don't know. I don't have much else to say about because it uh, it's been a, a couple of years since hey, I've yeah, seen it. But... What,
0: what movie was this? Black Sabbath. Oh, Black Sabbath, right? Not Black Sunday, aka the Master. Yeah, just I was no, just making no, sure which no. one I had in my head. Right, that's fine. Just, yeah, just make sure.
1: Uh but it's uh I believe it was it was three stories and uh actually as I go through this list here I, I kinda notice that I have more anthologies uh than I thought it uh, was, but um they're all very effective and uh yeah, I'd, I'd recommend this movie. Convincing. <laughs> that was
0: convincing Tim. Uh, my number forty eight, uh we're back to silly slasher movie territory with Intruder. Uh, okay. Which is a slasher movie set in a, a, a small grocery store. Yeah, a grocery store. This is a shopping uh, supermarket, and you've got cameos from Bruce Campbell. Sam Raimi plays a character. Ted Raimi plays a character. Uh, but you've basically got all these dumb kind of college age kids working there. The store's shutting down, and it's a bunch of silly kills. It's all set in one night. Killer comes after them one by one. It's full of cheesy dialogue. It's full of cheesy kills, uh d- like. The, the who the killer is kind of comes out of nowhere. <laughs> isn't really that justified, but it's just it's full of wacky little eighties moments. Even though it's technically, I think actually I think it was right at the end of the eighties. I think it was just you know I, I think it may have been released in nineteen ninety, but it was shot in like eighty nine or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's. It's just it's it's the epitome of everything I love about dumb slasher movies. is stupid characters saying stupid things in stupid situations that don't make sense. Like they react to things in the way that no character should ever react to anything in their life, but they do, <laughs> and it's glorious. is a is a comfortable eighty something minute watch. I I get a blast out of yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I I liked it a lot. I had it at my ninety two. If uh, you remember on the list, um, but yeah, it's a ton of, uh, ton of fun. Mm. All right. Uh so my the, the 47 uh that would be the Conjuring. Um very good. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just reacting. Yeah. do don't, don't let me stop. Me. Uh yeah, I, I think we've talked about some of these, you know, James Wan movies, uh, you know, with like uh Insidious and Conjuring. Um two, I forget if I had that on my list, but uh I like the first one a lot. Um think some legitimately creepy moments uh nice uh, family vibe to it and just a good old classic haunted house story
0: yes i, I enjoy conjuring it suffers for me a little bit i like the second one more i like insidious more uh but i don't think it's a solid solid tale uh, and i think yeah. it's interesting that the family has like five daughters it's like a kind of like okay usually they don't have this many kids <laughs> they've got a, yeah. like an army of children uh they're all <laughs> dealing with things uh, and it's inventive, which I, I give it props for. Uh, my number 47 is A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, uh, which is uh, an Iranian vampire western. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. Uh, this is a movie that came out a few years ago. It's shot entirely in black and white. And it is kind of a different take on the vampire as a sort of seductive. Uh, sort of love. But it has the romance angle to it. And it's actually kind of a oddly sweet movie, um kind of thing. It's kinda funny to me that a lot of like American vampire movies recently have not really been doing much for me. But these, you know, let the right one in from Sweden and then you've got this uh you know, like it feels like the foreign movie markets where the vampire the good vampire stuff's coming in. And we're getting some really interesting ideas and uh no, I do I this a lot. I the, the thing I like about the most about this honestly though is how beautiful the film looks. It's all shot in black and white, it's the big nice big widescreen, screen. You know, the shot of the vampire riding down the dark street at night in a skateboard is like fantastic. And that yeah. sounds silly, but it's not. When you watch it it's <laughs> not. It's just she's any skateboards, it's great. Uh, yeah. very atmospheric, is what'd say.
1: Yeah, it really looks good. Um it it's a little slow for me, but not like to the point where like it's not really boring, like there's just a few instances where uh I was maybe a little bored by it, but otherwise I actually do think it's a pretty good movie. Idiot. <laughs> oh uh sorry. Uh yeah, you can like your pretentious black and white <laughs> vampire movie. <laughs> What's your
0: forty sixth then?
1: Uh forty six, that would be the devil's backbone. Um Another GDT movie. I had uh, Kronos up uh, a little bit on the Hold on a
0: second. Don't, don't just assume that people are going to understand what GDT means.
1: The real fans know. <laughs> GDT be,
0: uh, is Guillermo del Toro for anyone who's yeah. uh, aka confused.
1: The best living director uh, we have at the moment. Uh, Devil's Backbone <laughs> is a <laughs> it's really, really cool, uh, creepy <laughs> <laughs> ghost movie. Um Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to make a
0: confession that's going to upset you here. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I once started this movie, (gasps) but did not finish it.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) You bastard.
0: Got about Uh 30-40 minutes into it, I left (laughs) to do something else, and then I just never felt like putting it back on.
1: Uh, uh, That's fair. I mean, everyone (laughs) can be wrong. That's about stuff. uh, Now,
0: my number 46... Actually, that's a good point. Do I count that in my? I've not seen them counter. I guess I do because I didn't finish it. Give it a point
1: five. It's <laughs> a so point five. Yeah.
0: All right, we're at eight point <laughs> five. That's fascinating. All right, my number forty six is completely different from my last pick: Gremlins. Oh, okay. Because Christmas and little monsters and horror comedy yeah. and evil stories about Santa's dying in chimneys, uh, <laughs> along with all sorts of other shenanigans and whatnot. Uh, it's surprisingly dark at times uh, for what it is, uh, but it's got that good Christmas setting. It's got the family coming together. It's got a little hero story for Gizmo, um, but I, I think people do forget how much of a horror movie this actually is. If you, you know, the second one really isn't. The second one goes on. It's yeah. you know, it's satire, comedy vibes, like all the way out to the extreme. The first one, well, it does have comedy in it. Uh, it does definitely have a sort of uh, horror movie vibe. I, I, I think when I was younger, I'd have called this a family horror movie. But going back mm. and watching it again, I, I, I reminded myself: no, there's actually some pretty gruesome things in this. No, not in terms of gore, but just in terms of again the stories being told, uh, like just how dark it kind of gets at points, and you know, there's, there's murder and stuff. So Gremlins. Cool. Uh,
1: what yeah, are you I'm smirking already... at? I don't know, I'm just thinking about my next pick. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh... No I I mean I love Gremlins obviously fantastic movie. Uh so my 45 this might be a little bit of a controversial pick but oh god I wanted to have different kinds of movies oh god. on this list. So uh 45 for me is Vampire Hunter D which uh I don't know if you know what this is. Uh, this is uh, an anime movie. Oh god <laughs> um Basically about a, you know, vampire who, you know, goes to fight other <laughs> vampires and monsters. He's protecting this woman who's kind of in the thralls of this, like, uh, head vampire. It's kind of post-apocalyptic and takes place in this land that's, like, kind of overrun by monsters. And it's really, really cool. Um, I actually think it's one of the most, like, castlevania e um, I was waiting know, for it. Out I, I was I was waiting for the word
0: the C word, the Castlevania word. I was waiting for it. I knew you were gonna say, Oh, it's kinda like Castlevania, which is why it's amazing.
1: <sighs> uh but I, I I like it a, a whole lot and uh, I like the idea of having like a serious animated horror movie. Uh not which... a lot of
0: them. At least not to my knowledge. Maybe anime's the... got a bunch of them, but
1: yeah, the the only ones I can think of uh would be more anime stuff and even then like you know people might argue that you know some of it is more action y based. Um but hmm. you know, when I watch this though I, I do feel like it, it definitely fits in the horror uh genre. But uh yeah, I I love this movie. Um I needless I, I to think say should see it.
0: Needless to say I have not seen this one, so I'm up to nine point five.
1: <laughs> Uh my number f- I get the feeling though that this is not one we'll end up doing for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> my number forty five is Sleepaway Camp Two. Oh, oh threw me for a loop there. Yeah. Is this Teenage Wasteland? Or is that three?
0: No, that's that's three's Teenage Wasteland. I oh, don't know okay. if two has a subtitle.
1: Oh all
0: right. no, it no It does it says Sleepaway Camp Two, Unhappy Campers. That's the that's the name of the simple one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I enjoy the first Sleepaway Camp has its insane ending and all that, but I think it pales in comparison to two and three, because two and three basically were the prototype for what stream became. It is poking fun at the genre. It is nothing but just satire. Like at one point, a character says to another one Oh, what day is it? Oh, it's Saturday the 14th. Okay. <laughs> it's at a summer camp. You've got uh, a killer. Who is basically kind of like a like a timid housewife who happens to kill people, and she's hilarious. I I, I love it. Um, I did I I think we uh, we we kind of just roughly said at some point off camera that we did the three slumber party massacres this year. We pr- we'll probably do the three sleepaway camps next October, but uh nice. i look forward to uh revisiting these because i had a blast and the poster as well by the way for the the second movie is you've got the killer i mean it's not actually the same yeah. actress as the in the movie but like it's meant to be uh but she's got like a backpack on and there's like Freddy's glove and a hockey mask like sticking out of it like the whole point is that it's poking fun at the slasher genre yeah uh and i, I think it's a blast it's, it's actually you know uh yeah i like it more than the first one so
1: well, uh, yeah. So I was just looking at my list because I had the first one at sixty. Um, I really like that one a lot. I know that I've seen uh, at least the second or the third one. I, I forget which one. Um, I'll I'll probably mark down uh, this maybe as something I haven't seen because if I have seen, I honestly don't remember anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm excited to watch it then. If you if uh, yeah I, I didn't realize they're that like uh, beloved and interesting so
0: I, i've i've oh. always liked two and three more than one one's always been the weak one to me i mean i i still really? like it but yeah. it's yeah it's...
1: interesting all right well i definitely look forward to that my forty four uh that would be a rosemary's baby uh Ugh. so <laughs> classic uh what's a dude <laughs> roman polanski uh yeah, just, just
0: just everyday child molester. Yeah, just him. Um, I feel I feel yeah. a bit weird with his movies because of his his past. Like, it 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 definitely is weird. Um, because I I saw yeah. I knew about his past when I saw this one, but when I saw like, because the one movie has that I really like is Repulsion. Um. I was but, thinking
1: about watching that, I actually haven't seen that.
0: But I've not been back and watched it since I've known about him, like, you know, yeah. what, what he's done. It's a bit weird. I, I don't, I'm not particularly comfortable with it. Uh, yeah. not, not to downplay Rosemary's Baby, because it is a well-made movie. But
1: Yeah, yeah, obviously all stuff aside, he is not a good man by any stretch of the imagination, but um, yeah, uh, this movie, though, I think still holds up really well. Um, yeah, Yeah. A pregnant woman and again just in this like weird situation where uh, you know it, it does a really good job of uh, making her feel kind of like isolated even though she is in this like you know building full of people and stuff but it's like all this weird stuff is happening and you know it's it's kind of maddening that no one's really like believing in her and then just the, the ending I think is really cool
0: yeah par- paranoia big theme of that movie yeah uh, my number 44 is Reanimator nice Stuart Gordon's wacky, uh, (laughs) wacky film about a kind of Doctor Frankenstein-style character who's trying to reanimate things, and uh, it's full of gross, you know, over-the-top stuff. We've got decapitated heads talking, and you know, getting involved in sexual intercourse. We've got uh, all all kind of things. And you know, uh, what's his name? Henry Combs is that his name? Jeffrey Combs, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs, Combs, yeah, yeah. Uh, like he—he's great as the you know the mad doctor. He's—he's—he's—he's mm-hmm. he's, he's particularly great. He's so obsessed and uh, all that stuff. But it's—it's no, it's a really good, uh, yeah. It verges into comedy a lot of the time, but it's a very, yeah. it's a very out, good outrageous movie. Like you go, you go back and you watch that, and it's like, oh yeah, it's like it's—it's it's not maybe it's scary, but it's doing really wacky things with really fun effects and all that yeah. kind of thing. So
1: yeah like all the special effects are really good the i like the humor in it it is very like uh kind of like dry deadpan humor Mm. um and yeah i'm a big fan of that movie uh my that's 43 would be john carpenter's prince of darkness Mm. um was it was this the first review that we did
0: yeah, but don't remind Thanks. people because it's terrible. <laughs> I don't want them to come back and watch it. the, the Our, our oh. first like thirty videos are terrible. I don't want people come back and watching those.
1: Well, maybe we'll, like we'll redo them at some point or something. Uh, but yeah, I, I like this a lot. Um, obviously it's Carpenter, so you know it's gonna look good, sound good. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with the plot. There's like weird, like um, what would you call it? Like kind of ethereal, like other dimension religious <laughs> demon stuff in it but uh the characters I, I think are you know uh funny and um again you know you get some like cool effects and stuff and uh i think it's one of his um maybe like most uh actually i shouldn't say that <laughs> he he has done some weird movies but this, this one is a uh, pretty weird uh maybe not as straightforward as some of the other uh you know stuff like uh Halloween or the thing, which is uh, hmm. obviously good movies, but yeah, this is like playing on some weird wavelengths uh I feel like he got into later.
0: Yeah, I, I like it a lot. So it's a very... It's, it's very Lovecraftian almost, because it's this feeling yeah. of this, this dreadful force is coming from beyond, and it's these scientists trying to study this stuff and try and figure it out, uh, but the world's kind of going to shit. Hmm. So it's, it's, I like it a lot. I, I like Prince of Darkness quite a bit. Uh, my number 43 is... A filchy movie, not a Bava movie. Uh, so you know, just to get it correct, because Tim butchered it earlier. Uh, but this is the New York Ripper. Oh, okay. Uh, which I like a lot. New York Ripper. New York Rippers are very demented little film. It's a Sleazy. <laughs> yeah. Sleazy little movie. You've got a killer that quacks like a duck, yeah. and you've got all these scenes that you've, you've got uh, like the idea that he's a pervert, and you've got these really gruesome scenes where there's like a razor blade going through a nipple. And just Ugh. just stuff like that. It's it's so demented. It feels so grimy. I mean, you feel like you're in this, you know, New York in the seventies, and everything's just awful. Like there's no happiness in this world, <laughs> uh, and you'll never hear Donald Duck the same way again after this killer's <laughs> been quacking down the phone at these victims. Uh, but no, really good. Uh, and filchy has a very good sense of uh, style, even if it's not always realistic. Sometimes you know the characters will say outrageous things. The characters won't react in like natural ways. But it works on the insanity that is his movie. So, uh, New York Ripper.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, my <laughs> 42 would be Conjuring 2. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like I said, uh, I like the first one. uh second one uh, is a little better uh, than me. I, I think they're pretty clo- uh, close. Um, but I, I think I just maybe like the story and... Maybe some of like the, you know, scares and stuff in the second one a little better, but yeah, like another very well done uh, horror movie, and actually one that uh, you know kind of has like a nice little t- touching family aspect to it.
0: Yeah, the the, the romance, the lo- the love part of it between the married couple are actually it was quite surprising. I didn't expect it to be such a sweet movie when I when I saw it the first time. But yeah, uh, my number forty two. This may be a little controversial its placement, but a nightmare on Elm Street. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like as we get to some of these higher ones, where it's like these classics. I'm like, do I have to justify it? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, especially since this one in particular, we just did the review of like two days ago. So uh, it you know, it's, it's, it's great. Freddy's a great villain, Hell's a great protagonist, I love that she's proactive, lots of inventive kills and dream sequences, uh, and it's got a lot of good themes, and like sort of the idea of, like you know, teenagers and kids not being able to trust their parents, and the parents' sins, then sort of, you know, if the parents do bad things, and then the, the children are going to have to suffer for it, that's kind of what the movie is. I like it a lot, it's great, it's a classic for a reason. If you've not seen it, you're weird, go watch it. Unless, you're, a review one. <laughs> unless you're young, in which case, fair enough. But go watch it. Yeah. It's your education. Do it. So. Yep.
1: Agreed. It's fantastic. Uh, deserves a much higher ranking on the list, but hey. <laughs> uh, my. Oh, I, I don't know if you're waiting for me to do something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. 41 times. <laughs> okay.
1: yeah, I'm fighting with a cat. The cat's on my lap,
0: and he's, he's doing all sorts of crazy things here.
1: My 41 is a movie, uh, I know you're not very hot on, but one I still love, so screw you! Uh, (laughs) that would be Pet Cemetery. Um... What?! No! No! Oh, shut up. This movie's great. Uh, I love the...
0: (laughs) What? This this movie's (laughs)
1: mediocre. No, no, it's a fantastic movie, uh, everyone who (laughs) knows horror knows that it's good. Um... But no, uh, I I am a sucker for my Stephen King adaptations. Um, I like the just the idea, you know. You have this weird little off cemetery place that <laughs> brings people back from the dead, and I think there's some generally uh, creepy moments in it, like the, the flashbacks with the sister. Always freaked me out uh, since I was a kid, and uh, I don't know. It still works for me, despite what <laughs> other people on this podcast think.
0: I don't think it holds up. Uh, When we did it, you know, like a year and a half ago, I was just not that impressed and felt like a lot of the moments didn't really work. I thought it was kind of goofy, where it wasn't supposed to be. The kid actor was questionable and I just wasn't feeling it. I'm sorry, but... It's
1: alright, I'll survive. (laughs) uh,
0: 41 for me. Evil Dead. 2013. Nice, okay. Yeah, Evil Dead, the, the, the reboot... Uh, with Jane Levi. Um I love this movie a lot. Like I I I, I don't know what I expected to get into this reboot, but I walked out feeling like so pumped. Like this was like a blast. It was it, What I love about it is that it didn't just remake the first one. It didn't try to do Ash. It didn't try to do any of these things. It just took the idea of Evil Dead with its own characters and it focused on something different than maybe like yeah, it's outrageous, but it's outrageous in a more kinda like it's it's not as goofy. It doesn't take itself too seriously either. It's more like yeah. no no. We're going to turn up the gore and we're going to turn up the violence to like twenty, and we're going to just sort of like bask in how ridiculous it is, but without it turning into like you know cheesy one liners, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Like I love Ash. I love those. But this was no. We're going to do our own version of this. We're going to do our own thing, and the final like twenty minutes of this with the the, the and no, no t- spoilers necessarily, but just you know the the rain of blood. Uh, mm. Chainsaws, the way it swerves <laughs> the original idea so like who ends up being kind of there at the end as the hero is very different to what you maybe expect yeah. and so on I dig it, I, I dig it. every bit of violence in that movie, it makes me smile it is glorious and its gore.
1: Yeah, I like it a lot I had it at my uh, 79 um, I, I, I I've been finding out like um, I feel like recently that there's uh, some people that are really not that hot on this movie and I wonder if it's because it's called Evil Dead and people are just against the idea of, you know, remakes and reboots, especially, you know, in terms of like a classically good movie. Um, So I I wonder if, you know, like like you probably could have tweaked it enough so that it didn't have to be Evil Dead. And I just wonder if maybe it'd be a little more held in a higher regard. But I mean, I still think it's great. And like you said, I think the, you know, the, the defining point of it is that it's not trying to replace evil dead. It's just like a nice little, you know, thing you can, you know, set to the side of it. All right. So my number 40, also a Stephen King adaptation, uh, and that would be the mist. Um, so very, very good movie, uh, directed by Frank Darabont, who, you know, I think it's easy to say we're big fans of, um, case you don't know the premise uh this mist rolls in over this town uh and monsters basically start coming out and attacking people so you got this group of survivors that are kind of holed up in this uh you know grocery store and uh and like a lot of these you know really good effective monster movies you know there's a level of you know danger but mixed with the you know kind of paranoia and, like, disillusion of society, you know, so, as... Social
0: commentary. No social yeah, commentary I, Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, Tim, and... you see,
1: man is the real monster. What? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it's fantastic, and it has uh, an incredibly depressing ending that I love, because <laughs> the world sucks. <laughs>
0: and... the, the ending is is, is is a keeper. You remember that ending? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember the whole movie, but I definitely remember the ending. Um, so, uh, my number 40 is Ginger Snaps. Uh, oh, okay. A really, really good werewolf movie. I mean, I feel like there's only a handful of werewolf movies that I truly love, and Ginger Snap falls into that category. I think taking it and almost like pairing it up with like a, a teenage girl's puberty is kind of a genius move. Yeah, uh, it, it works so well, uh, and it's you know you've, you've got Catherine Isabel as is, is the, the the titular ginger, uh, and her, her, their their change these two sisters as like one of them goes through this changes and becomes a werewolf, and how that affects her 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 mood, how she changes, how she like goes from being this outsider to suddenly being popular to doing all these different things, and it's it's kind of this this metaphor for growing up and like going through all those changes that you go through. And adolescence, so really, really, really strong on that stuff. Uh, some pretty fun werewolf effects. Uh, mostly, I, I really like the tone, though. I like the characters, I like the tone, and uh, some really good music and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a really, really solid uh, werewolf movie.
1: Yeah, uh, I like it a lot. It's, uh, yeah, the werewolf stuff is cool, but yeah, really, the characters just sell it. It's, um, yeah, just a really good ensemble of these you know two sisters and kind of dealing with yeah like growing up and and everything so good choice uh maybe that's uh the first first thing you said on this list that i'm like oh that was, that was a good job uh <laughs> go on uh so 39 uh bringing it back to the classics uh this one is the creature from the black lagoon uh ah. um, i i like i don't know a fancier way of saying this but i like the water uh and stuff that takes place in it um so the the i love the design of the creature um just those shots of it like swimming uh you know in the lagoon and uh yeah it's effective cool monster movie
0: so you're saying you like aquatic horror films yeah,
1: <laughs> there's not enough of them. That's not a genre,
0: more. really, but I just made it up. But it sounds quite cool, so why not? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I like Creature from the Black Lagoon. It's not one I've seen a ton bunch actually. I I, yeah. I, I do need to revisit it, but uh, no.
1: I think it's it's one of the. Uh, I, I could be wrong here, but I don't think there's like that many, if any, sequels to it. Like you know, like with Dracula and Frankenstein, there's like uh you know a bunch of them. Uh, you know, you start be- getting like the daughter of Dracula or you know the bride of Frankenstein. All this stuff, um, and I don't know if uh, the creature really had that much uh, to it. Huh? I-, I don't know. I wonder if it's uh, maybe it gets a little shafted like that uh, sometimes when people think about it.
0: Hmm. Um, I was doing a quick quick uh, search here. Just uh, bear with me. Sure. Bear with me. And,
1: and, uh, I don't know, maybe because it's not, like, as oversaturated as some of the other horror there, uh, monsters.
0: There was two sequels. Oh, okay. There was Revenge of the Creature, and there was Ooh. The Creature Walks Among Us.
1: Oh, interesting. Actually, well, so. I, uh, I gotta search this out because, uh, I really Ooh. like the first one. Uh, this is one of the rare ones where I actually think, like, yeah, why not try to do, uh, You know, a new, like, I don't want to say necessarily remake or or reboot or whatever, but uh, try to make another creature movie now just because, yeah, you know, we haven't had 50 of these movies. Like, we have had, you know, constant Dracula movies and, you know, Frankenstein and werewolf movies and stuff. Like, uh, I don't know, I think it'd be cool to see another one of these.
0: Hmm. Uh, My number 39 is Friday the 13th, the final chapter.
1: Okay, that is the. That's
0: number four. Just just four. for the record, it's not the last movie. It's number All four. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, they called it the final chapter, and then a year later made number five anyway. So, uh, so and <laughs> final chapter is actually, at least as best my memory can serve, is my favorite of the franchise. Oh, okay. uh, it's kind of the pinnacle of what I consider because it gets the mask in part three, but part four is where he gets bulkier he feels more like you know he's got tattered clothes he feels more like Jason the kills are a bit more brutal they're a bit more violent you've got the start of the Tommy Jarvis storyline where you know kid Corey Feldman's like you know going to take him on uh, and so, you even get Crispin Glover doing
1: his dance at one point <laughs> so this is the one with uh, Corey Feldman and he's like um, he's obsessed with like masks and mm-hmm. like practical jokes and stuff right he makes demon heads in he's he's okay yeah this one is really good i like this one yeah
0: so there you go that's my thirty. cool
1: uh so my 38 would be near dark um Ah. okay did you talk about this one on your list before
0: uh no i don't believe so
1: okay um so yeah um it's not iranian but it is uh you could probably say it is a vampire western um and uh yeah 80s uh catherine bigelow um you know, the the acting's great, the characters are good, and uh yeah, it's another one of those things where yeah, there's some cool vampire stuff in it, but really it's the characters uh, that sell it. Hmm.
0: I'd also argue the uh the music, the hypnotic sort of tone in music oh, sure. uh adds yeah. a lot to the film, but yeah. Uh my number thirty eight is and Tim might groan at this one. <laughs>
1: the Blair Witch Project. Uh Jeez, I, I was literally just talking to someone the other day about why I hate this movie.
0: <laughs> and what's funny for me is that I didn't like this that much originally. It's when we went back and watched it for the show last year before the new one came out that I I, I was like, oh man, this is actually really good. Like, I get why this was a thing. This was big back in the day. It actually works. I, as a piece of low-budget filmmaking, I think it's incredibly inventive. I think if you forget other found footage movies exist, you just watch this on its own as what it is. Uh, I think there's an authenticity to how it feels like it is just a group of people who are trapped in the forest and there's creepy things occasionally happening. Uh, I th- I think it's very good. Uh, I I don't want a bunch of these movies, uh, which is why you know the sequels necessarily aren't that great. Why you know like all the copycats? Like there's only been a few good found footage movies, and, they- and the ones that are good, the ones that I like tend to be very different than this. So they're very different. Types of movie, uh, like the like creep, which we've we've talked about before, for example. Uh, but no, authenticity, uh, and it, it does legitimately feel like a, a real kind of snuff movie almost, which is disturbing. But that's that that gives that feeling. So,
1: I guess it's kind of like my uh, pet cemetery for you because I yeah, this was one that I thought was okay, and then when we rewatched, it, I was like, no, this uh, this really sucks. I uh, I will give it credit for. Yeah, doing something different like that is cool and everything, but I it just doesn't hold up for me. All right. So, uh, my thirty-seven would be Child's Play Two, which oh. I, I think you already had on your list. I did. Um, yes, I didn't. And I mean, yeah, basically for the same reasons. I, you know, you talked about it. Uh, it's uh, you know, this is a, a good franchise, and this is probably the best in it. It's the one where. You know the first one's good; it sets everything up. But this is where things kind of really start to yeah you know, take off and, and get fun. It probably has the best kills and um, yeah, really uh, good fun movie. It's why it's kind of like why I just said about Friday the Thirteenth Four. It's
0: like three got I mean arguably the first all three movies it like set up Jason then it set up the hockey mask, but then Four's when it like. No, this is afraid of the 13th movie.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, you know, that's kind of what it hit, hit what it was. Uh, and it's kind of the same as Child's Play. *Chell's Play 2 uh, kind of did that. So, no. I obviously, yeah. obviously spoke about it. So, uh, My number 37 is Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Okay. Uh, starring your main man. Oh, I'm forgetting his Yonty. name now. Yondu. What's his his name? Michael Rooker. Thank you. Michael Rooker. For some reason, I always forget his name. Every time I I go to talk about Michael Rooker, I always forget his name for some reason. Uh, Obviously, he's in all stuff. He's in Slither. He's in a bunch of things. He's in The Walking Dead for a bit. Obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy, more recently. Uh, But, this... I talked about Blair Witch Project feeling like a snuff movie. This feels (laughs) like a grimy, dirty little snuff movie. It feels like you're just a fly in the wall for this deranged guy and his deranged friends... And like all the antics, at one point they break into a house and like murder this couple, and it just it feels so disturbing. Yeah. It feels so real, but obviously it's not. Otherwise, I wouldn't I wouldn't be advocating <laughs> watching it. Uh, but it feels, grim. It really feels that like you're just along for the ride for this absolute madman who, you know, will kill people for for little reason. Uh yeah. it's also darkly funny at times. I, I remember uh laughing at the end. I won't spoil the ending what it is, but I remember laughing a lot at the ending the first time I saw it because I'm like, Oh no, he didn't and then I just started laughing. <laughs> uh so you yeah. know. Henry Portrait of CEO Killer, if you if you want a a hard hitting trip through a killer's mind, that's the one I'd recommend.
1: Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but uh I, I did remember liking it and yeah, it it is very you know like grimy dirty and yeah you kind of have like an unclean feeling after you watch it um but yeah uh, and it's really another one that's just um yeah really carried by michael rooker he just plays that like you know psycho so well um all right so my 36 uh you might have talked about this i forget uh but that would be bubba hotep uh this movie uh is just a blast uh even like just thinking about the premise alone uh just uh, is hilarious like it's uh, bruce campbell playing elvis who was the real elvis but switched places with an elvis impersonator because he was tired of being famous and then that the Elvis impersonator died, so now he's the real Elvis, but no one believes him, and he's in a nursing home and has to fight a mummy with uh, a gentleman who thinks he's JFK, even though he is uh, an African-American man in a, a wheelchair. And, like, if that premise doesn't sell you alone on the movie, I don't know what would. Uh, the Honestly, the only gripe I have about it is that we never got a sequel.
0: Never got Boba to uh, no, I, I like this movie a lot as well. This, this, is, this, is, this is pure, unadulterated fun with a silly premise. Uh, yeah. With gr- gr- great actors doing doing stuff, and then music's great, the whole thing's great. Yeah, I love Bobo Hotel, it. it's good stuff. Nice. Uh, 36, my number 36. Uh, we're back to Universal Monsters with the original Dracula. Nice. Uh, I like this one a lot. Um, it's funny, I... I I've been meaning to watch the uh, the Spanish cut at some point because I don't know if you know the story behind this, but they they basically for the for the Spanish version of the film rather than dub it, their idea at the time was the 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 regular production will make their movie in the set you know in the set during the day, but then at night time the Spanish director and his casting crew will come in and make use the same set <laughs> to make their own version of the movie, um, and apparently from a directing point of view the Spanish version is much better. But what it does not have is Bella Lugosi and his performance. Oh. Uh, their Dracula is a lot, a lot more uh, dull, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word. Yeah. So, uh, but no, uh, it does have atmosphere. I do, I do like the, uh, the setting. I like that it it doesn't try and do the book, uh, you know, chapter for chapter. It can't. It would be long, so, such a long book. But what it does focus on, you know, Rainfeld or uh, what was it Reinfeld? I can't remember which, which character they used in the movie, but uh, you know, you know, because in the book it's Harker. But the you know, this guy arrives at the castle. Dracula's there, and then his journey to to I think England to, and you know, then it gets to Mina and Lucy or whoever's in the movie. I, I always forget because sometimes they switch Mina and Lucy from the book, but sometimes oh, yeah. they don't. I think it does in this one. I think it's just Lucy in this one. But um, regardless, though, it's it's Bela Lugosi's performance. He basically set the standard for what Dracula was. Um, I like how quiet the movie is. There's not a lot of music. There's some, but there's not a lot. Uh, that, that that first moment where he arrives at the castle and he's looking up at the stairs and you know Dracula comes down and it's all the cobwebs and all yeah. that. It's just it's so atmospheric. It's great.
1: Yeah, it's uh, very hypnotic. Uh, I I like this movie a lot as well. Uh, I'm actually excited because I bought the uh, Blu-ray box at the you know dracula legacy or whatever um Ooh. that has all the movies and uh yeah this one uh, i've seen uh before and i really like i'm not sure how many of the sequels i've seen so i've been wanting to uh kind of go through all of them but um uh, yeah it's a terrific choice very very uh good movie it still holds up like there's a reason why they, all these universal monster movies have kind of you know stayed in the public consciousness because it's uh yeah they're just so well done uh my what are we at thirty five uh that would be the descent um which oh. I, I believe you talked about a little earlier I, I did um, that was
0: in one of the last parts
1: yeah uh but yeah, just again, uh, I like this a lot. It's a really claustrophobic feeling movie uh with also <laughs> cool monsters in it um hmm. yeah, but highly recommended.
0: Uh yeah no I I would have said my piece so we'll move on to my 35 hey. which is An American Werewolf in London. Yeah. which uh again I I said there's a few werewolf movies that I consider to be great and obviously this is one that's uh, high up there. Uh that this has its comedy, it has some of the best werewolf transition effects, you know, the, the becoming the werewolf scene. Uh yeah it has sense of humour, it has Jenny Agutter, who I like a lot, she's the sort of law of interest mm. um, but it has this kind of countdown throughout the movie to uh, what's going on, it's full of references to other things, the fact that every song in the movie has the word moon in it is kind of great mm. but yeah uh, but no it's it's good stuff but again it's all about the characters i think that's really what separates the bad werewolf movies from the good werewolf movies is the characters you actually care about the characters when they're not being a wolf because i think that's what lets cuz even if a bad werewolf movie has a really good werewolf effects if the characters who are there most of the time aren't that interesting or likable it kind of falls down and suffers so yeah. uh but no uh, you know the scenes of the werewolf like, terrorizing london fantastic uh, great stuff uh, so
1: yeah, I I like this one a lot as well, um, and yeah, I mean you can't really ask for much else. Like the werewolf stuff is fantastic, and then all the yeah character stuff is great as well. Uh, oh. So some very good pick. Uh, my thirty four uh, is actually you know something uh, you know we've been doing uh, lately for the show. Uh, that'd be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, the original. Oh. Um, you know, very grimy uh dirty feeling movie you know obviously you kind of know what it's about from the title alone uh but you know i I think it still holds up very well done it 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 looks great there is a very uh you know when we talk about the show this kind of uh not like amateurish quality about it but it, it, it does it's you know it's not like big like hollywood sets or something like there is a feeling of like you know they just showed up to this place and just filmed yeah, it but uh it's very rough but and tumble it, yeah yeah but it but it still works and uh i mean obviously it, you know has set up a franchise that's still going today so it's uh but yeah really good still love this one yeah
0: in spite of franklin who is one of the worst characters <laughs> in any slasher movie ever yeah <laughs> screw him screw that guy uh my number 34 is believe it or not a found footage movie oh
1: okay oh i bet i know which one <laughs>
0: it's wreck
1: yep there you
0: go uh wreck or record if you want to like say it out properly is a spanish zombie found footage movie which is set <laughs> in an apartment building where and at least to why this person has a camera and it's someone who's a professional cameraman so that's why the shots look good typically i guess but you have this uh reporter who's doing like a story on firemen Firefighters and what they get up to in the middle of the night. You know, all the the strange calls they get, and they're called out to try and help this woman who's trapped in her apartment. But it turns out she's a zombie, uh, you know, a fast moving zombie. And then they're trapped in the building, and you know, it's just this this tale of survival. It's really, really good. Uh, And I love the final 10 minutes because it reveals all these ideas, it ponders all these questions about where the zombies might have came from, and it suddenly actually opens up to this, this idea that's a little bit different than normal zombies which I kind of like, but no, it's very visceral. It's very fast moving. um, It's very, you know, full of panic, full of that kind of thing. Very frantic. Uh, And as for that, it's one night of hell. And I love it. it It's all set in one, you know, one building. Uh, Love it. It's great stuff.
1: I always think of this movie as, uh, except Wreck, because it's one of those ones that you always say like, oh, found footage movies suck, except Wreck. Or like, <laughs> I, know, I feel like I always have that uh, caveat, but this is a fantastic movie uh, as well. Uh, I've actually been thinking about rewatching because it it's been a while, but uh, it is very effective. Uh, like you said, there is actually a reason why they're filming and recording everything, and you know the zombie effects are well done. So, yeah, mm-hmm. very good movie. Uh, my thirty-three would be Quarantine. Just kidding! Uh, <laughs> oh God, God, Tom, my heart, my heart can't take it. <laughs> uh, Quarantine Z uh, U.S. Uh, rec remake. So that's the joke I was doing. Kill All it, right. kill it with uh, fire. <laughs> Thirty-three uh, for me is actually something you just talked about a little earlier. Frankenstein. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we already talked about it again. Classic Universal monster movie. Um, yeah, we, you really get the maybe this one more than any other you really feel for the monster like you know dracula is it's like imposing creature and that's kind of like the savagery to the wolfman and then uh, yeah like frankenstein is just this weird like monster that but it's just like you know confused in this world and uh, mm. it's still effective still works really well
0: my number 33 is the original maniac from 19a
1: Okay, actually
0: I haven't seen that, so I will write that down. Oh there you go, that's one. All right. take, write take those numbers down. I'm hitting you <laughs> high up in the numbers because it was more likely the lower numbers because it's like some maybe some weirder stuff that you know not as yeah. well known. We're getting into a lot of classics and big stuff now. Uh but Maniac the original, uh it's you know, it's I love how like the 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 movie's very unique in that it kind of follows a serial killer for a change. Uh, So much like uh, Henry, it's very much that you're in the head of the killer for a lot of the movie. But uh, what I like about this one is it's set, you know, grimy New York setting. It's the killer stalking his victims, you know, down the subway, through the streets of New York. And you really feel that kind of sleazy vibe to it. And it feels... It's funny because I I think this and Henry are very different movies. Henry feels more like a an ongoing criminal who also kills as part of his thing, whereas Maniac, no, this guy, it's just complete lunacy, and he is just killing, and he's scalping people, he's killing women, taking their hair and putting on his mannequins, because that's what he does. <laughs> uh, and, no, it's it's, it's, a, it's a deranged little film, but you cannot deny it, you, you don't feel like you're in that, that grimy world as you're watching it. So... It's not
1: a first-person view like the remake was, right?
0: No, no, no. This this is shot traditionally, uh, although it's still shot very well. It's very very suspenseful and uh, atmospheric, so it's still very well shot, but just a more traditional sort of style.
1: Cool. Uh, I look forward to checking it out at some point. Uh, My 32 would be Hellraiser. Um, Ah. Yeah. yeah, I, I think I came to the Hellraiser franchise maybe a, a little late. I, th- I think it's just the last couple of years I got into it, but I really like the first movie a lot. Uh, it's weird. Uh, I don't think it's what people really think of, like because they think of the series, they think of Pinhead and stuff, and he really doesn't have like that big a part. But it's a very strange movie about uh, this you know box that <laughs> unleashes these demons that give you pleasure and pain uh like basically <laughs> pleasure as the most intense pain uh and then a man who escapes hell and is living in this house and needs blood to it's a really really crazy <laughs> storyline when you actually like think about it uh, which i don't think many people do you just think like oh yeah the pinhead movie but it is actually really bizarre and it's one of the reasons why uh i love it i
0: like i like hellraiser a lot too uh it's a very unique tone, very unique plot, Yeah. Uh, and you've got this like main character stuck in the middle of it all. So no, I I, I enjoy it a lot too. Uh, my number thirty two, and Tim's going to roll his eyes a little bit here. Oh, Halloween four: The Return of Michael Myers.
1: Okay, all
0: right. I dig Halloween four a lot. Now it's not a perfect movie. There's definitely reasons to like you know tear it apart and say oh it's not a you know it's not a great you know horror movie or slasher movie and it's not but it is a <laughs> ton of fun it has some really interesting ideas on how to actually take the halloween franchise forward and i really appreciate that in this film i lo- i love the fact that you know the town is ready for him this time like you know af- after that first night you know back in 78 they are ready for him coming back the town knows who he is it's, it's, it's such a different vibe, and then the ending I love, and what it sets up, uh, and then Five pissed it all away, goddammit. <laughs> uh, although I have said repeatedly, though, that, that Four could very much be the end of the, the franchise if you wanted to like look at One, Two, and Four as a trilogy. Uh, it would very much work. But uh, no, uh, I, I dig Four a lot. It's my favourite of the sequels.
1: Yeah, I remember us disagreeing uh, last year when we did it, but... Um... I don't know. Uh, I actually wouldn't mind revisiting it to see maybe if I've uh, softened on it a bit, but uh, we'll see. It's no Halloween three, that's for sure. But <laughs> what is uh, my thirty one would be Poltergeist. Um, this uh, this is another one. Like you could, I don't know, maybe almost kind of say <laughs> like it's kind of a family friendly to an extent. Um, or maybe just compared to the other movies, it's you know not as intense as Ooh. Hellraiser. Um, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to pick one specifically, yes, it's not as intense <laughs> as Hellraiser. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, you know, haunted house movie, but at the core, you know, you have it's about this family and trying to rescue their daughter that gets sucked into a TV. A lot of very memorable lines and scenes like the, you know, ripping the face apart and always comes to mind. And uh, yeah, I... I like this movie a lot. I take it.
0: Yeah, uh, I I enjoy it. I I don't love it. It's never like some people like put it up there as one of their best horror movies. I, I guess technically you do, since it's yeah. this high in the list. <laughs> Um I don't. I I like it, but I don't really hold it in that esteem. Like it's kind of you know what it is for me. Like, I, I I think it had such a reputation before I watched it. I, I was just kind of underwhelmed a little bit. I was like, oh, it's fine, but I don't love it.
1: Yeah, then. But- that could probably affect it a little bit. Like uh, this is definitely something I watched as a kid, so there might be a little nostalgia vibe to it as well.
0: All right, my number thirty-one is uh, we're going a bit more recent again. This is your next, uh, which is basically a slasher or maybe not a slasher movie, but a home invasion movie, where the final girl, the main victim that's that's there, turns out to basically be John Rambo. Or Jane Rambo, I guess, uh, if you want to be more accurate with the names. And she starts making weapons. She starts making plans. I always talk about how I like girls in slasher movies to be proactive. Or even just characters in any horror movies. But uh, this is the most proactive character in the histor- history of home invasion movies. It is astonishing. She is a badass. You are rooting for her like nothing else. I went into this expecting nothing, not knowing what it was, and walked out being absolutely pumped.
1: So that is, that is your next... He, i freaking i i kid you not my number 30 <laughs> you're next Do you know i knew i knew that as soon as you're looking your face when i said that
0: the look in your face told it all your, your poker face is terrible
1: well i was trying to think if there is a way like i could show you my list but then i don't want to give away you know what's coming up after of it. course of course but yeah. um, it, no, t- yeah. F- uh,
0: for the record, because I put all the names at the end, Tim actually takes a photo of his written down list and sends it to me, so I'll actually see that this is true.
1: Yeah,
0: later, so for proof. But yeah,
1: uh, I, I was wondering if we could get to a point though where we had something that lined up. It's not the exact same number, but pretty damn close. But yeah, this this is a fantastic movie. Um, it's I, I feel like it came at a time where I was getting a little over the whole home invasion thing okay you know silent killers and creepy masks for no reason blah blah, blah. but it it, it kind of turns it on its head and it does it so well and yeah the the selling point here is the main character who becomes such a badass and you're rooting for her so hard and it really delivers on a you know very like visceral like you know hell yeah kind of level
0: she kills the shit out of the bad guys. It's, like, oh yeah! Like normally, you get one or two villains in a movie like this, but that, there's like five of them in this. But it's only be five because we have so so enough for the, for for her to kill repeatedly, so we can yeah. see her kill people left and right. It's great. Uh, well, my number thirty, since we we, we at least <laughs> went through that, is actually one that you just talked about a little while ago. That is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, for v- very similar reasons, very grimy, very very sort of dirty. Uh, has that kind of, you know, it's that thing that Rob Zombie wants to achieve, but never really does. Not authentically. And uh, obviously Life is a great villain. um, But yeah, it's it's been said. I can't add anything else to it, so. Uh,
1: Well, along that same vein of it's been said, uh, my number 29 is Wreck. (laughs) Uh,
0: Very good. Very good.
1: Yeah, yeah, just... uh, if you, if you want to know my opinion, uh, just rewind like five minutes when we talked about it. But cool. yeah, yeah, fantastic movie. There you go. Um,
0: I got confused. I was looking at my rec pick there again. Uh, <laughs> my number 29 is uh, Zombie 2, a.k.a. Zombie, a.k.a. Zombie Flesh Eaters, depending <sighs> on which uh, territory or title you like. Um, a
1: classic Bava <laughs> movie.
0: That Lucio <Luchel> Fulci <laughs> film. Uh which was is it's called Zombie Two originally in Italy because it's to them it was a sequel to Zombie, which was their title for Dawn of the Dead. So it's got a really weird history uh, in that sense. It also gets very confusing when Zombie Three <laughs> didn't change its name, so it's just Zombie Zombie Three and Zombie Four in the US, which is really weird. But yeah, th- this is like sure it may not be the greatest zombie movie ever made. We'll be getting to those later, but. <laughs> A zombie fights a shark in this movie. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) The characters are a lot more silly. They're not as likable. It's got that weird dubbing thing where no matter which language you watch it in, you'll you'll get, like, some of the characters will be dubbed, some won't be, and then vice versa if you switch to the, you know, between the English and Italian. Some spoke their own language on set, some didn't. It It was a whole mess. But, uh, fantastic music. Uh... Fantastic zombies and you know sharks versus zombies, (laughs) and all these different things. And that shark zombie fight is great and super dangerous as well. Like if 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 I remember correctly, they tranked the shark so it was only half asleep. <laughs> whilst <Yeah>. this like <laughs> stunt actor dressed as a zombie was like wrestling with it, and I am like, "This could have went very bad very quickly." Yeah. <laughs> uh, luckily, it did not, and it made for some really good underwater uh, filming and stuff. So, uh, no music as well. I can't, I can't emphasize how much Filch's music usually. You know, not that he does it yeah. himself, but his music in these movies is usually quite good. So, uh, you
1: know, good stuff. You know how iconic this movie is. Uh, yesterday uh, as with some friends and we were at a Halloween store and they had a bunch of these masks and, um, I looked up and they had this zombie mask. And I think I said, I think that's a zombie from zombie two And then like, we looked at the tag and sure enough it was. And it's like, just the fact that you can recognize the zombie in it, I think like really, uh, you know, speaks for how, uh, yeah, like, lasting and uh, iconic it is.
0: Yeah, also some wood splinters in the eyes for kills <laughs> in
1: this, which uh, <laughs> is very effective and gruesome. 28, Tim. Yeah, uh, so my 28 is Insidious. Uh, so I believe I had the, I know I definitely had the third one, I think, have the uh, second one on here as well. Yeah, yeah, I think you had
0: all of them so far, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the uh, actor James Wan has a good showing on this list. All so, the so, all so the
0: fourth movie, Last Key, which is coming out in January, better live up to your your height then.
1: I mean, definitely. Uh, I mean, as far as franchises go, this is one that hasn't disappointed me yet. So, um, mm. but yeah, the first one's great. Um, it it does uh, something which I think we've seen a couple of times now, but I feel like this was the first one where um, it's a ghost story, but they flip it from like, oh, it's not the house that's haunted; it's your boy. That's haunted. Um, yeah, I feel like there's so much of this movie that, that I
0: like that I can't even say because spoilers. But the yeah. mythology and what it sets up in the second half is you know some people like the first half and then hate where it goes. I am like, no, I like the first half. The first half had some good scares, but then the second half, I'm like, yes, give me all this crazy yeah. shenanigans. <laughs> I love all of it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, mm. So,
1: really, yeah, it's it's, it's really good. And um, I, I think I a complaint I hear. Uh, from people about these movies and the conjuring is um, people complain about like, Oh, it's just a lot of jump scares and stuff. But again, I did. I don't think that these are the, you know, kind of like shitty unwarranted jump scares that like, you know, people will do in other movies. Like he does have like loud stings and uh, people jumping out at times, but it always feels like, deserved it like nothing mm. about it ever really feels cheap uh i i don't know i just think it's a uh, really well done mm. uh,
0: 28 yeah my number 28 <laughs> i have to think about the number there and uh, my number 28 is scream mm. which of course Wes craven this is uh the you know it's kind of the pinnacle of the slasher satire kind of kind of genre that kind of now admittedly it's hard not to be a little bit vindictive towards it because for the next like five years Every slasher movie was trying to like <laughs> ape off of Scream, and we got a lot of we got a lot of turds as a result. But the original Scream is a very enjoyable film, that, which actually tries to be a horror movie whilst doing all of its all of its satire you know, the phone call, what's your favorite scary movie, uh, the rules, all that, all that kind of thing. Um, and you've got a pretty good cast, uh, and you know, good characters, all that kind of thing. Um, but yeah,
1: yeah, uh, I like it as well. Um, and the, I think it was something that it's making a little bit of a resurgence. I feel like the last couple of years, like, because uh, I think it did get a little sour with all the kind of copycats and stuff. And it,
0: uh, it definitely does. Yeah,
1: but uh, I feel like people are kind of rediscovering it again and going, "Oh no, this is actually like a really good like works on like a satirical meta kind of level." And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, pretty great. <laughs> yeah. uh, my twenty seven would be night of the living dead the original uh george romero movie uh i mean i love this movie it's uh you know it's so effective and yeah if you watch it now um sure maybe like the you know there's not like that much like makeup and stuff on the zombies but it's still like so creepy you know the way they kind of silently shamble and it's you know, it sets up so much stuff. Like we, we honestly would not have maybe like any zombie movies if it wasn't for this movie. Like it. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, if if you watch The Walking Dead, uh, yeah,
1: kiss that bye bye. <laughs> like yeah, like yeah, like, get rid of that. Like any what we know of zombies, it basically all comes from this movie. And then, and of course, it's Romero, like we said. You know, you have that social commentary and stuff to it that really uh, elevates it.
0: Yeah, my number twenty-seven is something a bit lighter, a bit more fun. It's The Burbs, which is okay. a Joe Dante movie. Uh, basically, Tom Hanks uh, and his neighbors are nice, friendly little neighborhood, very, very you know suburb, you know, hence the name, The Burbs. Uh, but this creepy family move into the the vacant house, and they're very creepy so creepy that Tom Hanks and his neighbour decide to, like, basically become obsessed with trying to investigate and try and find out what's going on. Uh, it is an insanely fun movie uh, with horror themes, horror ideas, but in a sort of more lighter adventure kind of kind of way. It's a blast. I, I love it.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I, I guess I usually don't think of it as a horror movie, but it definitely is. Um, yeah, like, it, I don't know, it usually sticks out as more of a comedy, but yeah, you can... Make the case; it's a you know horror comedy movie, but it is great. Yeah, super fun. You know, Joe Dante uh, really kills it. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, so. so, what's your last I, pick
0: for this week? No, this this <laughs> video, the number twenty six. This is the
1: final of the episode. So uh, it's also a little bit lighter, um, you know, uh, fun movie, and one you actually already talked about, and that would be Reanimator. Um, yeah. yeah um, you won't go too much into it, but yeah, again, really good, fun movie. Um, it, it actually is pretty funny, and uh, yeah, lots of good special effects, and yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, that leads me to my number 26, which is the final of this video, is Phantasm 2.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Phantasm That's... 2. Uh, I love Phantasm 2. Phantasm 2, I mean, it's a little bit more slicker, which uh, maybe loses it a little bit of its creepiness. It's not as creepy as the first one. But what I love about Phantasm 2 is basically the aliens to Phantasm's alien. It's more oh, of yeah. an action movie. The, the the quadruple barrel shotgun, for example, I think sums <laughs> up the uh, the whole thing. The music as well, I, I talked in the Phantasm review about how much I loved the main theme. Phantasm two takes that, that creepy piano theme and turns it into an orchestral, epic, like action movie score. And it's not a horror movie. It's not got the tall man, you still got like the balls. In fact the tagline on the poster I believe is the balls are back. Uh, <laughs> so you know, or the ball is back, maybe it's singular, but uh, no, it's a blast. Uh, it's more of an action movie. It's a road trip. It's like hunting down the tall man. It, it takes the ideas in the first movie and like says no. These characters are still being proactive. These characters are still doing something about it because they can't let them win. Um, continuity issues a little bit, but even the first movie has its own continuity issues within itself. So you know whatever. Uh, but yeah. it's a it's a blast. It, it's taking the first movie and putting a different spin on it, a different genre on it, and I appreciate that a lot. I have a blast with it
1: yeah i like it uh quite a bit as well i had it as my 71 um but yeah it's a a good follow-up to the first movie uh it's different but not in a way that you know hurts it at all hmm. So, a lot of fun
0: so there you go that, that has been numbers 50 through 26 which leaves just one final week which will go up on halloween itself the 31st of october so you can look forward to that top 25 next week uh, but of course, let us know what you thought of these these picks, this this 25 selection in the comments below. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash tv. you can do that over there, uh, get some bonuses and stuff. Uh, but that is us. So, also remember, a bunch of extra episodes going up for October, we've still got another week or so left of, of October, so there's a bunch more episodes, exciting things, so yeah, keep checking those out. But that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next time.